0: Everyone, and welcome. We are in for a treat today. Our very own Debbie Lundberg wrote her 11th book, and boy, is it timely. Debbie's latest book, Remote Work Rockstar, is now available, and we are just dis- excited to discuss this on the Business of Life Masterclass podcast today. Hello again, Barb Zan, media sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand, the Stay at Work Mom and fashion stylist.
1: Hi, Debbie Lundberg, and I am the author of Remote Work Rockstar, that Barb just said, and the founder and CEO of Presenting
0: Powerfully. Today, I will be asking Debbie a series of questions that will give us some insight on being a remote work rockstar and more about the book. Debbie, are you ready? I am ready. Thanks, Barb. How is working off-site similar to and different from working together in an office or in one location? Well,
1: that's what's an interesting dynamic. When we think about people working remotely, and you notice I don't say work from home because very specifically, it's remote work rockstar, not work from home rockstar. So I can tell you a little bit about that as well. But to answer the question that you posed, what's similar and what's different, the similarities are the contribution. It's the expertise you bring, the contribution, the way that you can impact your clients, your team, your company. All of that is very similar. What's different, though, is you don't have the spontaneity. You don't typically have that pop in, hey, what do you think about this? And you also don't have anybody stealing your lunch, but that's another story (laughs) from the break room. But what, what happens is, we miss out to a certain extent on that instant connection and that wow this works so there it doesn't mean it's a bad thing what happens is you want to be really intentional with connecting with others so for example you want to call people every once in a while and not just email them you want to see them in a video like we're doing and offer ideas even about their personal lives, so that you really connect sincerely. It's all gotta be sincere. And the other thing is, when you do go to an in-person meeting, you want to schedule time with each of those individuals, even if it's 10 minutes, so that you connect with them. And while it's not the same as the spontaneity, it does serve a similar purpose when you do it from, from that true desire to connect.
0: I love the word intention. That's so important. There, great, great points. You wrote a book, Remote Work Rockstar, and what are some of the mistakes remote work and leaders make when transitioning from the office to the virtual environment from working together? I certainly made several of those mistakes and you touch upon them in the book, but you know, I'd love more insight on that.
1: Well, remote work rock stars are not perfect and neither are remote work rockstar leaders. And so I say that because sometimes you think, oh, okay, you have to be perfect at this. Well, is everybody perfect who's working in an office? Of course not. So some of the mistakes though, that happen happen in three main categories, communication, behaviors, and relationships. And what I mean by that is communication. Well, we just simply don't have it. And a lot of people go from working in an office on a friday to working remotely on monday and nothing was really communicated number one to him or her about the expectations or the boundaries and number two not to the rest of the team or the company and so all of a sudden that person's just not present and the communication outward about expectations as well as between the manager and the leader and the uh the individual that's very important and then bring them in and making sure that the communication is not, oh, and by the way, we didn't invite you to this meeting because it would quote unquote cost too much, which leads me to behaviors. So behaviors are a lot about, you liked the intentional idea earlier. It's all about being intentional. The, the mindset we have about somebody still being part of the team and our behaviors of including them. So something as simple as making sure that all of the quarterly meetings that person isn't on vacation. Not because you're coddling the remote worker, but because you wanna make sure that they're included. If for some reason technology fails or it's a phone call instead of a video, you wanna put a name tent with the person's picture and their name next to the speakerphone so that people remember that that person's on there. So the behaviors that we have among our organization are important. And then the behaviors that we have as far as habits and boundaries, (laughs) as far as individuals go, those are part of the behaviors that start to impact our relationships. Because if we don't have some boundaries and some standards, well, the great thing about remote work is it's always there. And the terrible thing about remote work is it's always there so if we tend to become that worker before we're the spouse or the parent or the friend and it's constantly in the way it'll negatively affect our relationships so the communication behaviors and relationships i love getting to coach individuals and doing keynotes and talks and webinars is to drive this remote work rock star life to effective communication, professional behaviors, and thriving relationships, which is what my entire practice of presenting powerfully has been about for 14 years. Communication is certainly key there.
0: Mm -hmm. How has leadership shifted or changed as a result of this pandemic? And what would you recommend for moving forward?
1: Well, absolutely, COVID-19 shifted a lot of people out of offices. While leadership hasn't changed so much as far as people wanting to feel confident and comfortable and that the leader knows the vision and that they want to follow him or her. What has changed is the gap between somebody being an okay leader and somebody being a really great leader. It's just been magnified because during separation and change, the remote work rock star leader, he or she says, "Hmm, I don't know, let's figure it out. And they communicate very regularly, and they're not attempting to be perfect. They're not complaining. So it's not so much that leadership itself has changed. The shift, though, has really highlighted the people who are great at communication, wonderful at approachability, relatability, and empathy. So it's, it's that emotional intelligence leader Who's really thrived. And I also believe that it's if we could boil it down to really one thing that is is important for leadership, regardless of if everyone or only one or two works remotely, is the trust. So you have to trust others, be trustworthy. And I believe there are three key aspects to trust. It's all for people logic, like let them see how things progress, and then Be empathetic, which I've mentioned already. And the last one is be transparent. And that's not saying you have to tell everybody everything all the time. It's that if something changes, you own it and you let them know that. So this, the whole idea of a big foundation for my practice, as long as I've had it, is I don't believe people dislike change as much as they really don't appreciate how it's either communicated or not communicated. So that leadership shift is ensure people are in the loop and don't leave them in this
0: sink or swim mentality. That's such a good point as well, from like good to great to rock star. Such a great point. When is the best time to communicate with team members, clients, and customers about changes to the processings or offerings? Well, let's
1: let's just have a little fun and shift gears. So if if anybody has ever heard anything about real estate, they've likely heard the expression location, location, location. So if you want to think about leadership, remote work, striving to go through a change successfully, then please think communication, communication, communication. You said it, Barb. I've said it. So the question of when is it best to tell people? As soon as possible. And some people may cringe when they hear me say that, because they think, oh, I've got to get all the information. What you want to tell people is the truth as you know it at the time. The truth doesn't change, time reveals more information. That's really important, it's one of my lemberg Tell the truth as you know it at the time, the truth doesn't change, time reveals more information. So as you have more information, share more information. Because I haven't ever experienced somebody saying, wow, I'm really glad that we waited 14 days and found out exactly what was happening. I've seen people get nervous, feel like they were left in the dark. People leave organizations. They're distracted. They're not productive. But if somebody says, wow, I didn't love that we had a communication every day, but at least I knew where we stood. I've heard that many times. So I'll tell you what, communication, 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 early, often, and update.
0: Really ties back into that trust as well. Your company, Presenting Powerfully, coaches on public speaking. How do people adapt to successfully presenting virtually? Public
1: speaking is still, for Americans at least, one of the personal fears and often the biggest personal fear. And when I say personal fear, I mean, not that the the fear of certainly economy or a loss of of someone in your family. But when you think about you personally and people say things like snakes and spiders and going to the dentist and death and public speaking is above those often. And I, I don't say it lightly. I say it with a little bit of humor because Presenting powerfully and having great presence. There are four keys to that whether it's virtual or not So number one be an expert, you know, Barb, you didn't ask me to come on here and talk about Media because that's your expertise and you would be phenomenal at that and I would be simply reading stats or a slide so know what your expertise is and only speak on that and then The next one is put the audience first. What does the audience want to hear? What do they deserve to hear? Not what do I want to talk about? It's very different, even though it might feel like a slight twist. Because the difference in somebody saying, I'm gonna tell you about this today versus the goal is that you will leave with these skills, it's very different in how it feels for the audience. And that means you have to number three, out of your own way. And I call this the ego check. And it's gotta be okay if you've had a bad day or something didn't go perfectly, that you exercise your sense of humor muscles and you rally and figure it out and you leave that behind. I've seen way too many people virtually and in person say, oh this has been a bad day or oh I'm so sorry. I'm a little frazzled today. It's like don't don't do that. Because the last one and and I have it last because it it's what brings everything together is come from a place of gratitude. You know, so many people say, "Oh, I have to go on this Zoom meeting." And by the way, it's a Zoom meeting or a Zoom room. You're joining a meeting or a room. You're not going on a call because a call is on the phone. And I think that's what gets people thinking they don't have to put their video on. And not that you always have to, but anyway, back to the the uh, the topic at hand. Presenting so that fourth one. If people say, oh, I have to speak or I have to go present today, then it's going to feel very heavy and burdensome. But if you say I get to, then it comes from a place of gratitude. And if you just decide you want to do your best and you practice, then you can get that done. So those those are the four, regardless of it's virtual or in person. Now the difference is you're in this, you know, you're seeing me in a box. There's an advantage in that. I don't have to think about tripping over anything. I mean, walking around the room, managing the room the same way, but you still want to manage the room. The disadvantage is you don't feel the energy. So it's really important that you come in and out of a PowerPoint or Prezi or examples or whatever you're using
0: and that you want to engage such great points that you bring up. And the get to is one of the most empowering things that I've heard from you over the years. It really changes the dynamic of everything, just your own approach. And then also not telling everybody about the day, whether it's good or bad, Um, how how empowering, no one needs to know that. And they don't really want to to know that. So what approaches are successful when selling again to clients and customers? Well, when we're selling,
1: and and certainly business is the heart of making the economy drive and move forward. So it is important that we sell. It's just important that we're really aware of the fact that no matter what people like to buy, they don't like to be sold. People like to learn. They don't necessarily like to be taught. So as we as we move forward in our economy in this remote work rock star world that we're in where our clients might be remote, our customers might be remote, we may be remote at different times, that we focus on the fact that we really care about the person and the community and the, or excuse me, and the company. So check in first and then see what's happening with them. And once they know that you're really connected sincerely, see if you can offer a solution as opposed to selling. And then even if it's not right, then think about connecting them with other organizations and be that connector so that when it is time for them to purchase something or invest in something that you offer, then you're going to be top of mind. That doesn't mean you can't ask for the sales. You might think, well, you just told us not to. No, what I said or meant was we don't want to just go in there, hey, do you need any of this? Do you want to have remote rockstar coaching? Do you want to have a webinar? What instead we want to do is, is at the end say, if you or someone you know would be interested in these, these services or these products or this mix of products and services, would you please uh, let me know and I will happily reach out to them or if you'd like to make a warm introduction, so you want to come in from a place of of confidence in what you offer and humility in the way you bring it to market. Now I'm super excited about Remote Work Rockstar, but imagine if I just contact everybody, buy my book, buy my book, buy the coaching, they would get really tired of it. I've been promoting it, and I've I've done 42 now, 42 complimentary webinars for organizations. So I. I didn't even know where it would go, but because it was sincere, it's playing out nicely that I've gotten some really wonderful opportunities.
0: You're such a great resource. And that, that brings a great point is being that resource. You were, you've always been a great resource, but even in the videos that you do on your social media, you're always giving. And it, it, it's such a great example to lead and live by. What are two or three things that someone can do to be a remote rockstar moving forward.
1: Well, thank you for your kind comments about the video. And and, and if you're going to do two or three things to be a remote work rockstar, then one, really think about being present, absolutely present, not distracted. I had this amazing opportunity to speak to almost 10,000 people in over 80 countries the other day through the University of South Florida, and I'm so grateful. And unbeknownst to me, there was some audio and uh, challenges, and the conversation I was having with someone uh, before the session was to go on was being broadcast. Now, again, I say exercise your sense of humor muscles, but I had 47 messages about it, and I love that people were attempting to tell me to stop talking and be aware of it. The reality is I practiced what I promoted. I had everything off and pop-ups coming and that be present is really important. The next one is to engage, engage with others, take care of others, see what you can do to be the resource, be the mentor, be that contact. And I'm gonna go right back to something I said earlier is is practice your gratitude. And that doesn't mean grovel or feel as though you can't get more. It's just let yourself come from a place of gratitude because once you are present, you care about the others and you connect with them sincerely and you're grateful Then the way you're going to present your ideas and your products or services is going to come from a really good place. And you can then be your remote work rock star and rock rock what you're doing. Such great points. Where can we get this book? Where, where can we find it? <laughs> Thanks for asking. You can go to DebbieLundberg.com, so Debbie Lundberg.com. So D E B B I E. Lundberg dot com. It's on the banner. When you click it and you go to the publisher, Lulu, often they have codes up in the upper left corner that you can save a little. So who's, you know, I'd love for you to get to do that. When they have those 10 or 15% uh, opportunities and offerings, the book gets delivered to your door for under $20. So it's a uh, Seven chapters, everything from the reason it's called remote work to mindset to presenting communication. And, uh, Barb, you know, you've been humble and haven't said anything about it, but you were certainly wonderful to have with me for some commentary. And you let me ask you questions and bounce things off of you because you hadn't worked remotely and I had for so long that it was wonderful to have your perspective on it. So they're going to see your picture, actually our picture together and that it's uh, by me and that you're with me in in, uh, in the book in, in certain ways. So
0: I so appreciate that. It was such a wonderful experience. And I really feel like our whole team benefited so much as we were all new being remote workers. Debbie, you've mentioned a few times that there's more that we can get as listeners around the remote work content. What else can we have to add to this book that was just written for our whole team? Yes, so really four different options.
1: You mentioned the book itself, and that's part of the first option, or you could get the book for your entire team, your entire company. I know groups are reading it together, so each day they're going through a chapter. The whole book is 108 pages and it is about an hour to hour and a half read if you read it through fully. But you could certainly work on that internally. Uh, And then secondly, I coach. So I can coach individuals or groups who are reading the book or not reading the book and simply go over everything with them and tailor that coaching. Third, a keynote about Remote Work Rockstar, which be huge highlights of it. Or a talk or a webinar. So I put those together in that, that aspect. And then the, the last one is yes, I'm doing video and online certification. So you can get
0: certified as a remote rock star or a remote work rock star leader. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Such great information. Please know that you can find both Debbie and myself on Instagram at T-B-O-L Masterclass Podcast. Debbie Lundberg, everywhere under Debbie Lundberg. And you can also find me on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom. So thank you for listening today. If you liked what you heard, please rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you with five star content and inspiration. So stay tuned and thanks for joining us for this episode of The Business of Life the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do.